Hi, I'm Ben. And I'm Teresa. And we are the, the Hindsight, Hindsight Hikers. Hikers. This is a podcast where we talk about our trips and travels, the highs and lows, and everything in between. We also talk about our coulda, shoulda, woulda moments in hopes to help you hike with hindsight in mind. Starting off today's episode with a huge shout out. Yeah, a huge shout out to probably one of our favorite companies. I I do yeah, I do love Chick-fil-A. Uh, I mean they're good, but I don't know if they compare. They're like the Chick-fil-A of hat companies. Our friends at Park Hats make amazing quality national park themed hats. And patches. They make their own artwork. They're honestly our favorite hats that we wear. We bring them everywhere. Yeah, if you see us on a trail, we will for sure be wearing them. They keep the sun out of your eyes. They're great if you're having a bad hair day. You just plop one of them on. You're set to go. And the best part is, like, the people who run this company, it's just a local, small company. And they're making these patches. They're making these hats themselves. And they're a nonprofit. They give 10% of their profits to conservation, availability, sustainability for our national parks. It's just a well-rounded company. Yeah. One so we support, one we want you guys to support. And there's free shipping. So go get yourself a hat. All right. Now let's jump in to part three of our Washington trip. Today we're talking about the North Cascades National Park. This is a massive park. There's a lot of area, um, actually a lot of area that we didn't even hit. You have the, there's parts where you've got to take a boat to. Yeah. A lot of inaccessible areas with like backcountry kind of roads. And I remember reading a stat once that this is one of the least visited national parks in the continental U.S., which to me is shocking because it was awesome yeah i mean super exciting because there was a lot of the park to ourselves yeah it was refreshing it was refreshing to be at a park and not have to worry about crowds not have to worry about if we would find a parking spot or not this was a hidden gem for sure so where we left you we were in mount rainier and there was all of a sudden a beacon of sunshine and some great weather. So we hightailed it up here to the North Cascades and we caught some amazing weather. Yeah, it was the first time on our trip that I actually wore a t-shirt. <laughs> Every time else we were wearing our winter coats and sweatshirts. Um, but this day it was like 80 and sunny. It was just about as nice of weather you could get. Unfortunately, we had to make the three-hour drive past Seattle up to the North Cascades, but we wanted to hike while the sunshine was out, and there was bad weather heading in in the next couple days, so we decided to just shoot the gap. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> shoot the gap. <laughs> so we stopped in... Um at Marble Mount, where they have a wilderness information center, and just got some pointers. Um, it was nice to talk to a ranger. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it actually is kind of interesting because Marble Mount was in the Mount Baker Squalamy National Forest. And so it's kind of confusing what part of, if you were you in the National Forest or the National Park. Yeah, this Marble Mount is where you have to get your 
backcountry permits, which is great if you're coming from the west. But if you're coming from the east, it's a ways out there. You kind of got to cross the whole, the whole divide. Luckily, we are coming from the west. Yeah. So yeah. we just stopped in. Got some information and then headed out. Um, now, this was on a Wednesday, and we had booked a campsite for Goodall Creek Campground for Friday night. And we also had back, backpacking hopes for Saturday night. Actually, no, we had a we reservation. Had a, we had a permit. We yep. had a permit already booked online. We had a campsite already booked online. But because of the fiasco at Mount Rainier, our trip kind of got bumped forward a couple days. It all switched up. And then talking with the, the person at Marble Mount, um, some of the hike that we wanted to do with our backpacking was still under snow, like the 4th of July pass. Yeah. So we decided to cancel that, and thankfully we were able to do that. Um, but then we had to head into the park to see if we could move our reservation. For our campground. And that's when we found one of our biggest hindsight moments of the trip. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. This was a mind-blowing experience. When we got into the North Cascades, our first stop was we drove through the Goodall Creek campground looking for a site for the night. Like a first-come, first-serve, like walk-up site. And... I would say 90% of the campground had signs on it that said open, which meant that site was available for the night. And then it had dates, you know, this site is open for tonight, tomorrow night, the next night. So we made the short drive to the North Cascades National Park Visitor Center and asked like, hey, how do we reserve one of these sites? Can we like switch our reservation? You know what the ranger said? They're free. And I was like, what? What do you mean free? Like, just free for tonight? And the ranger was like, no, this campground is always free. And I was like, no, it's not. I paid $20 online to reserve a site for Friday night. She said, yeah, you can pay $20 online if you want a site reserved. Or if you just show up, the site is free mind-blowing mind blown so that was awesome so we went back and found a great site any any spot we wanted we could just pull in and there was no reservation there was no need to like do anything it was just free and and it was a full service campground it had bathrooms it had picnic table it had a fire pit didn't have a shower that's okay. Didn't have a shower. It had a river. <laughs> <laughs> the the biggest bummer though was there's no service, which is great, but because they go through rec.gov, we couldn't cancel our reservation. Yep. So we just made a nice donation <laughs> to the <laughs> to park the system. Cascades. But if you go to North Cascades, all the campgrounds in the park are free unless the ranger did say during, you know, the busiest part of the summer, the campgrounds can book up. And then if you want to know for sure that you have a site, then you might want to go on rec.gov and book ahead of time for 20 bucks a night. But 
if you're just there for like one night and it's not peak season or like we were there in June and it was empty. It's free. <laughs> you don't have to book yeah. online ahead of time. Crazy. So we stopped in and went back to the Goodall Creek campground, found a spot and just made some dinner. Um, Canyon found the bear box to be really exciting. <laughs> and he he like climbed into it and uh, thought about sleeping there, but decided yeah, we thought it. <laughs> we, we'd keep him safe from bears, keep him in the box. <laughs> but that site was really buggy. So once we finished supper, we we're like, there's all these free sites. <laughs> Let's find another one. Let's just go to a different one. Um, so we actually drove a little more east over to the town of New Halem, which is in the National Park. It's very small. Um, and we did some short hikes there for the evening. One of the hikes we did was called Ladder Creek Falls. And it was cool. It was just this l- little, um, it almost looked like like a kind of putt-putt. Yeah, mini putt-putt. <laughs> mini putt-putt set Little up. waterfalls and... <laughs> It was all, so the entire city was based off of an electric company. So it was a good, like, historical. There were a lot of signs and stuff you could read about the company that sent, um, well, they, they turned, it was hydroelectric energy that they sent to Seattle. Um, so a lot of the hikes we did there were kind of tourist attractions to yeah. get people to come to this light company back in the day. Um, they like lit up the waterfall at night. Um, yeah, I think they might still run it. Yep. We didn't go there at night because um, the time we were there, night is like ten thirty, so <laughs> we would <laughs> we would have had to stay up really late to see it at night. But um, yeah, it was it was quaint. It was yeah. a nice, short, pretty hike. Train to climb on for the kids, all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. So we went back and slept at Goodall Creek Campground. There were a couple of nice like vistas along the way there, looking out over the gorge and down in the river. Yeah. And so um, we spent the night there. And then in the morning, we headed east to the Diablo Lake area, which is probably the most popular area of the park. And we started off our day doing the Thunder Creek Trail, which originally was supposed to be our backpacking trip we were gonna backpack in the thunder creek campground but due to weather and our trip kind of getting flipped on its head we were unable to backpack it but we still were able to do the hike and it was a really cool trail again it was like short pretty flat um you can keep going on it. We didn't go that far. We probably only went like a mile and a half in. So we hiked along Thunder Creek to the bridge, which is, um, and then went to the Thunder Creek campground for backpacking, which is kind of small. And then we just turned around and walked back. Um, that was one of the things that we loved about this park was how much water there was. Yeah. There was water kind of just everywhere. It made you understand why it's called the Cascades. Because there's just these beautiful rivers with wild cascades all over the place. Um, So moving on, we kept heading east and we hit the Thunder Knob Trail. This was maybe my favorite trail that we did. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was right across the road from Thunder Creek Trail, and it was a really cool. Um, you hiked up to a vista overlooking Diablo Lake, and then you could look back behind you and see the snow-capped mountains. Yeah. It was a little more of an elevation climb. Switchbacks. But it wasn't crazy because it was only like round trip. It was like two miles, maybe a mile up, a mile yeah, down. Yeah, I don't remember the mileage, but it was short. It wasn't extremely long. Yeah. Um, so you did have some elevation gain, but the view was awesome from the top. Canyon fell asleep in the backpack, and we tried to, to like, because it's like a stressful. It's great when he's asleep in the backpack, but you know that you're stuck with that backpack on your back because you gotta let him. Because he, you want to keep him sleeping. Yeah. And so we got to the top, and we thought, oh, this is great. He's asleep. We'll just kind of slip the backpack off, and we can have a nice moment eating our granola bars. <laughs> Looking over the vista. Good joke. He immediately woke up. <laughs> immediately woke up and started crying. And, and so we were like, oh, isn't this vista great? <laughs> <laughs> it was still great, though. It was, it was nice. It was. He just needed a little snack, and then he was fine. Don't we all? Yep. We all just need a little we snack sometimes. A little snack. <laughs> so from there, we hiked down and kept going east. And the next stop was the Diablo Lake Vista Point, which was my favorite part of the park mm, that we saw. Yeah, yeah this whole area it gave me some Banff vibes like you're looking over this crystal blue water just surrounded by snow peaked mountains and it was beautiful it was like every direction you looked you got a new vista and it was just very calming very cool yeah I mean you're looking out over the lake to these glaciers in the distance you can turn around and see Ruby Mountain and it was just yeah it was really awe-inspiring so after we did that, we continued east along the North Cascades Highway. We really wanted to make it to one of the passes. Um, we didn't want to drive all the way just for time's sake. So we picked Rainy Day Pass. Um, it was at this point that um, there's a really, really cool hike that the old man that we ran into at Mount Rainier told us about, Maple Pass Loop, but it was all under snow. And actually... Everything was under snow. We couldn't even park. Yeah. Everything that high of elevation still had about six feet of snow. So it was still still another, uh, you know, couldn't do much hiking. And I was kind of bummed because I figured, oh, we made it to like the pass. There's going to be like a nice overlook. And it really wasn't because there was just mountains still higher than us, like all around us. Um. So we pretty much just turned around and drove back. It was cool to see a lot of bikers were biking this route. Yeah. Man, kudos to them. Brutal. <laughs> um, we did have a conversation later on that sounded like we did miss yeah. an incredible vista. Hindsight. Someone that we were talking to said that they kept going to Washington Pass. And it was just is, a little further. Yeah, after Rainy Pass. And... Uh, then they said you did just the shortest hike, like 2.2 miles out to this vista. And they said it was incredible. Ah, oh, man. So we were bummed because we we didn't do that. <laughs> Guess we got to go back. Guess we got to go back. There's a ton of stuff on the east side of the park that I wish we could hit. But it just wasn't, wasn't a time permitting or weather permitting for us to go onto that side of the park unfortunately so we headed back 
west and made a stop at the East Bank Trailhead. I mean, basically, just it seemed like any trail that you got out and hiked, there was waterfalls, like we said. And yeah. this this one was the same. You crossed the river, and it was a really cool bridge and the rushing water. And we didn't go very far on this hike, but it was it was uh, a nice. <laughs> yeah, that was the nice thing about this park was that you could kind of like customize your hikes to your skill level. Um, there were some like really treacherous high elevation hikes, but a lot of the hikes that we did just kind of went along the riverbank or up to a waterfall. Um, this one we just kind of took for however long we wanted and then we turned around and went back. Um, if you would have kept going, it would have brought you along the, the bank of the Ross Lake. Yeah. But. Every single hike we did had a river or a waterfall or a lake and incredible mountain vistas. It was just everything I love (laughs) packed into all these hikes, all of those things. It's so good. So then we kept going a little ways to the Ross Dam Trail. And this was going to hike down to the Ross Dam. Um, We didn't make it all the way to the bottom. No, we got um, another really pretty hike, um, but we got to almost the end, and we had some hikers pass us, and they were like, hey, just so you know, there's a bear on the trail up ahead. I'm pretty sure it was like a mama grizzly with cubs. Yeah, and it's always like a mixed feeling when you hear that, because part of you is like, we shouldn't be on this trail. Like, does that mean we should turn back? But you just want to get close enough where you can see them. The other half of you is like, I want to see a bear. So uh, we did keep going. We were being cautious. We were really like looking all over. We never saw the bear. Yeah. Plus we had a baby and so we had to be smart. So we turn around. At this point, we're pretty hungry and we decided let's go back to the Diablo Lake Vista and eat supper there. That'll be sweet. Yeah, because that was both of our favorite spot that we had seen that day. And when you're living out of a van, anywhere can be your dinner table. <laughs> so we uh, made some tuna Alfredo that night, which was so good. This was one of my favorite canyon moments of the trip. Um, Teresa was graciously making supper, so I had to entertain canyon. And there were some big boulders that he would hold my hands. And he, like, walked up the boulder. And then he sat down and turned around and, like, used it as a slide. Yeah. And slid <laughs> down the boulder. And he just kept wanting to do it over and over again. It was just cool to see him turn something in nature into, like, a toy. And yeah. And have fun with it. Yeah. He, he was so good at that, at finding joy in the little things. This was also where we ran into a couple and uh the first thing they said to us was oh finally we we get to meet you guys we've been following you along the park and we're stopping at like every stop that you're at and at first I was kind of like how like how do they know I don't recognize them how do they know it's us (laughs) then they looked then we just looked at our van and realized (laughs) oh we stick out like a sore thumb (laughs) this van we had rented from escape camper vans was like green and blue 
just like wild painting like graffiti almost. all over it it definitely stuck out it was recognizable so i'm sure all the people in the park anytime mm-hmm. we were somewhere they're like oh there's a van <laughs> but all that aside like once again it was really fun to just have conversation with total strangers and yeah um we talked with them for a good i don't know 20 minutes 30 minutes and it could have gone longer i think but they had somewhere they needed to be so yeah that was a lot of fun yeah so uh from there we headed over to colonial creek campground that's where we were going to stay for the night we found a site we were like wouldn't it be fun to bring canyon down by the river there was like kind of this beach area we're like this is going to be Oh, I forgot about this. So nice. It was not. He just crumbled. It was not nice. He and was done. <laughs> we felt bad because there was, a, there was a, a man like sitting, reclining in one of those nice camp chairs out by the river. And it was just such a peaceful moment. And here we came with a screaming kid and just kind of ruined that. It ruined. It was not relaxing. When Canyon gets tired, he trips a lot. So he just kept like constantly tripping on his face. Also, he wanted to like go into the lake, but it was all mucky. It was really gross. Anywhere even close to the lake. Just a lot of mud. So then we would have to like pull him away, which he hated that. (laughs) So here we have just a screaming kid and we were ruining everyone else's peace around us. (laughs) Thankfully, it was bedtime. Yeah. So, um... We had it back. We we didn't get to hang out on the beach as long as we wanted to. Um, but we went back to our campground. So Colonial Creek, also free, uh, just had to find a site that had an open sign on it. And uh, there's actually two campgrounds at Colonial Creek. There's um, one on each side of the road. So we decided we made a big enough of a ruckus at this one yeah. that we just drove across the road and went and slept at the other one <laughs> so we did our our typical nighttime ritual um Teresa made the bed and, and got like the van ready i went and entertained canyon and ran him to try to make him more tired yeah and then we put him in his car seat and drove around and he fell asleep right away and we were gonna just go to our campsite but then we had the thought hey he's sleeping we could go back up to the diablo lake vista view and just watch the sunset yes um possibly my favorite moment of our entire trip was just sitting in the parking lot at the diablo lake overlook and canyon sleeping in his car seat me and ben climbed up on the roof of the van with our cookies and just had an awesome you know night just watching the sunset and talking recapping all our favorite memories thus far it was just it was awesome it felt secluded it felt like it was a a getaway from you know the craziness of taking care of canyon here we are just sitting on top of our van having some us time yeah yeah it was one of those moments where you'll just you're living the moment and you know that it's a special moment and you're going to remember it so that was yeah that was a great part of the trip then we went back down and got some sleep some somewhat of sleep (laughs) (laughs) and the next morning was a little overcast and there was obviously rain um 
there were reports that there was going to rain later on. So we tried to wake up a little early and do the Pyramid Lake. We didn't have to try. Canyon was on top of that. <laughs> yeah, Canyon right. was like, all right, parents, 5 a.m., let's wake up, let's party. <laughs> so we were up. Um, yes, and like we had said, we knew this weather system was coming in. It was going to rain for like the next three days. But luckily, in that morning, it hadn't started raining yet. So we uh, quickly went over to Pyramid Lake Trail. And this was the longest hike that we did, I think, on our whole trip. Uh, it was only four miles round trip, but there was some good elevation gain. And with a 20-pound kid on your back, it slows you down a bit. <laughs> so... We uh we actually started off on the trail. Yeah. And it was like following this river or really kind of pretty stream waterfall. And we were like, "Wow, this is going to be a really cool hike. We're walking along the stream." And then we like get to this point of the trail where it just disappears and goes straight up a rock face. And I was like, "Uh-oh. Mm, this doesn't look right or you know like the trail was described as like moderate." Um, we're like, this is way more than moderate. Yeah. This is beyond strenuous. Like, we're almost rock climbing. We tried a couple <laughs> steps, and it was like, no, this is dumb. We've got a baby on our back. So we're like, well, I guess we can't do this hike. So we backtracked our steps and realized... Um, we missed the trail. A ways back, there was like a really, really sharp switchback where the trail almost turned on itself, and we missed that, which had never happened before. We <laughs> were taking the wrong trail, yeah. So we thought we were, like, done for the day, like... Oh, bummer. We can't do this trail. Oh, wait. There's the trail. <laughs> we missed it. <laughs> um, we got on the trail. And once we got on the trail, then it was... Then it was clear sailing. Clear sailing. So it brought you up to just a tiny little lake uh, up in the middle of the mountains. And then we actually did a little bit of rock scrambling up even higher. So you had some elevation and you can look over the lake up towards the glaciers beyond it. Um, so it was a really nice moment. But then about halfway down, it started raining pretty yeah. good. And so we tried to get down as fast as we could. Yeah. Yeah, we made it to the top without any rain. Canyon loved the lake. He loved throwing stones in it. So that is the end of our experience in the North Cascades. Definitely a park worth visiting. Yes. Underrated, but one of our favorites for sure. So much fun. So... Get out there, go explore, and keep, keep on, on hiking. hiking.